0: You're welcome back to The Trap. It's Friday the 13th. Welcome back to our podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? It's M Drizzle, and I'm here with Sarah and Bryce. And today we have a special guest, Angelo. And today we're going to be talking about the Idaho murders. Uh, So this case is one of the most popular cases of recent time.
1: Yeah, so what even happened was four people were stabbed in an off-campus house of the University of Idaho.
0: Yeah, so victims Kaylee and Madison were found dead on the third floor while Ethan and Xana were killed on the second floor. Just down the
1: hall from Dylan's room, right? Yeah, Dylan was one of two survivors in that house. Dylan told the cops she was awake around 4 a.m. to a noise that sounded like Kaylee playing with her dog on the third floor. Didn't Dylan think she heard Kaylee say something like, there's someone here?
0: Yeah, something like that. I totally agree.
1: In the police report, though, um, it said that Zanna's phone was active around 410, and they think that it could have been a voice from her phone that Dylan might have heard.
0: Yeah, so on hearing the voice, Dylan opened her bedroom and saw nothing. Then hearing what she believed crying from uh, Zanna's room down the hall, Dylan opened the door again and heard a male voice saying, it's okay, I'm gonna help you.
1: That's really weird. Man. Xana was later found dead in her bedroom while her boyfriend Ethan was stabbed right next to her. I read most of this from dailymail.com.
0: How did somebody get in the house without them hearing? I know that doesn't make sense to me. Like you would think someone would hear something, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, Dylan's saying that she heard stuff, but it's nothing concrete.
0: You would think after she heard something, she would go check on her roommates, right?
1: Yeah, that's really weird that, like, she didn't even, like, go to see, like, who was talking or something.
0: I'm not gonna lie. If I was in that situation, I would go check up on my roommate instantly. And then, like, how could you live without regret thinking about, like, your roommate dying?
1: Yeah, and even if, like... It's just really weird because she was like saying that she was hearing voices even so if it's four in the morning I'd be like, hey, can you please be quiet at night? Yeah, <laughs> I really need like, to go to sleep.
0: That's like the confusing part about this case like it's just so many like loopholes and stuff. It's really confusing to me.
1: Yeah Well reading this from CBS News um, It said that Dylan heard a bunch of crying and then opened her door and then saw just a man in black clothing in the hallway
0: what a man in black clothing
1: yeah and she told police that she was in a frozen shock phase
0: is that a fact
1: i guess it is i mean that's what she's been saying (sighs) wow and walked toward the home's rear sliding glass door and dylan retreated into her bedroom in the locked door she described the killer as at least five foot ten athletically built but not very muscular they also described bushy eyebrows that's really weird how she could see his eyebrows. Yeah, but he <laughs> right all off. So how was, did she really tell? And plus, if she was in, like, a frozen, like, in a frozen phase, then, like, I don't understand why she didn't, like, say anything. Like, obviously, if you see someone in your house that's not supposed to be in your house, you're going to be like, oh, you're here. <laughs> but then, I don't
0: know. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me she literally saw the man. It didn't call the cops or didn't say anything at all. Or
1: didn't even question him or anything. You just watched this random guy in their house and didn't have any suspicion. Like, that, just...
0: that makes no sense to me. Because if she would have said something, she could have saved their friends from being killed.
1: And also, like, was she not hearing, like, screams from her roommates? <laughs> yeah. Like, because the boyfriend, the, the one girl had, his, had her boyfriend over. And they were obviously in the same room together. Like, did nobody... Like, how did nobody, like, how did, like, the other person not realize that someone was being stabbed right next
0: to them? <laughs> they must have thought them sounds was something else.
1: Something is definitely not right here.
0: Are there any suspects? A black guy did it. Nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But a guy in all black did do it, though. So I am basically correct.
1: Yeah. So although, like, Dylan didn't see the guy but could see her his bushy eyebrows... Um, they do have one car that they were looking for that was near the crime scene around that time. So it was a Hyundai El- Elantra, Elantra. And they stopped a couple couple of those models. They stopped this one specific car two times for Indiana, in Indiana for driving violations. And his name was Brian Koberger.
0: So what was the model of the car again?
1: Hyundai Elantra.
0: So we have all this information, okay? We know the car, we know the model, and we even saw a suspect. And you're telling me that he's not in prison yet?
1: They also have um, a DNA match with him. They found this uh, knife sheath in this dumpster around the crime scene.
0: So that's the murder weapon confirmed.
1: Well yeah, it was in, it was a knife.
0: Oh, huh, so they have the murder weapon, they saw the suspect, and on top of that we have a vehicle that is believed to be the suspects.
1: Yeah. Like the DNA matches him. It's 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 like a almost exact match DNA to him. And plus, he's a Ph.D. student at Washington State University, which is about eight miles away from the murder scene. And um, it's said that he likes taking late night drives, which is kind of like a weird excuse of being in the neighborhood. Like you just happen to be in the neighborhood and your DNA just happens to be at the crime scene and... You just happen to not have an alibi for that night. Oh, wait, your alibi is taking late-night drives. Yeah, I don't think i ever met anybody that takes late-night drives. At 4 in the morning. Yeah, that's just
0: crazy. While someone's being killed. Like, I don't know. I think this is a little bit of a creep. I hope he gets arrested. He's getting lucky to have the trials delayed.
1: Yeah. I agree. Yeah, like, the trial was supposed to – like, the final trial was supposed to be October 2nd, but, like, his defense team needed more time because they don't have a good defense – to defend him.
0: <laughs> uh, it was the day after my birthday. My birthday wish was him um, to go to jail. You know, but
1: yeah. But also, even if he was in the neighborhood taking his late night drive, did he? He could. He should have seen the person who went into their house and killed them. If if he was in the neighborhood taking late night drive.
0: So. We have all this evidence and they're still delaying the trial, like that doesn't make sense at all. They keep asking for time. For, for what? Team. They for... keep
1: asking for time to try to get a defense, but they're not going to be able to get a defense because there's nothing to defend him.
0: Yeah, and all fingers are pointing towards him. So like, I don't know how he's going to try to uh, weasel his way out of this one, but it's, it's not going to happen. Like, there's no No. Way.
1: And if he's able to kill four people in a house with nobody seeing what happened, you have to think that he probably did it before
0: definitely on it, all
1: his late night drives
0: yeah his late night drives or late night murders no cap so i it, believe it yeah he he just keeps keeps getting away with it too so that's like the really sad part about it honestly
1: it was also stated that his phone was pinged <sighs> yeah. in the area and during a recent court case Kaylee's dad went berserk he like he had like this whole rage show in the courtroom and he even like this is like a quote from him you know what's the point of having a lawyer if a judge can just say your lawyer can't speak meaning that um brian's defense team is like just not gonna say anything they're staying silent they don't even like they don't want to say anything because they know that they can
0: so that just proves that like he's guilty i think he's guilty does everyone else agree
1: i think he is
0: you think he's guilty
1: i agree bryce
0: i agree yeah so i think he's guilty i think they're just asking for more times i guess saying this farewell to the world because i guarantee there's going to be more murders coming out and i believe that he's going to jail and every single person on this podcast believes that he's going to jail so brian if you hear me out there speaking I want you to go to jail. I think you're guilty. Everyone here thinks you're guilty and the whole world thinks you're guilty. You should not be free. And I cannot wait until you go to jail. You do not need to do that to this innocent people. And yeah, this was a trap. Thank you again for coming and supporting us and watching us. Uh, we'll have another podcast here shortly, maybe later on in the day. Uh, Thank you to all of you. Have a good day.